Hey, everybody. So on today's episode, I wanted to share a recent YouTube video that I just posted about this really cool platform, which I've talked multiple times about on this podcast called Bubble.io. The reason why I want to talk about it and air it on this podcast today was because I think it's going to be the most revolutionary tech platform that comes about over the next five to 10 years. I think it's what most people will use to build software and tech products for their company. I think you should think about it as if it was Webflow or WordPress or Zapier. Bubble.io is and I think will continue to be the most innovative platform for agency owners looking to build software, for workflow providers, for anything, any kind of automation that you want to run in your business, you could run with Bubble.io. So I wanted to kind of give you a review of what I think the positives, the negatives, and anything in between. So in that way, if you're deciding to build automations or workflows or an app for either your clients, your customers, or whatever, you could reference this podcast and and even the video if you want to watch it too uh, on my YouTube channel just to kind of uh, you know see for yourself if it's a good use case for you. So again, I hope you like this review. Again, the reason I'm airing it is because I think it's so valuable that we are using tools like this nowadays as agency owners to really grow and scale our businesses. So I hope you enjoy it. If you have any questions, as always, let me know. Thank you. Bye. Hi, I'm Lucas James. And I'm Jordan Ross. And we're the co-hosts of How to Scale an Agency. After scaling our own agencies to over $185,000 per month in sales and working with agencies doing hundreds of millions of dollars in revenue like Hawk Media and Neil Patel, we've made this show to interview the top digital marketing agency owners and highlight the fastest ways to scale your agency. If you'd like to join the best digital marketing agency community on the planet and let us help you scale, go to twiz.io to sign up today. Hey, everybody. So today I'm going to be going over why I think Bubble.io is a great platform and if it's worth it for you to use. But I'm also going to try to be as impartial as possible. I'm going to look at it as a review, both the pros and the cons. And uh, hopefully this is valuable for you. I've spent over probably 3000 hours now developing inside Bubble.io. And so I've learned a lot of things and it's been useful for my business and I've built a lot of software with it. So Again, if you like this video, please feel free to use it uh, when you're making a decision of whether to work with Bubble. Uh, and if you have any questions for me, don't hesitate to ask. All right, so the first and most obvious pro of using Bubble is just the accessibility for non-software developers. I remember when I first started to teach myself software development a few years ago, I was thinking of doing everything in custom development languages, and I decided to actually go with Bubble.io because it was way more accessible to me, there was a lot more uh, clarity in terms of how to get things built. Sometimes too, when you're building things in other development languages, there's a lot of different environments people are building it in. So sometimes an answer somebody can give you on one platform could be completely different than an answer somebody gives you on another platform. So it, it becomes very confusing very quickly. It's really nice to have something that has a lot of accessibility. So I really appreciate Bubble.io for that reason. So that's definitely a pro for using Bubble.io. A con for using Bubble.io is that there is performance concerns. So for example, there can be times where, let's say, the different kinds of elements you're trying to load on the page can take a while to load. So for example, you could have a repeating group, which is basically a data table inside Bubble.io. could take a while to load if you have a lot of elements in there. Now, I will, in all fairness to Bubble, say that there have been a lot of uh, different debates in the community on this point. And if you want to join the community, go to forum.bubble.io because it's got a lot of really good information there. Um, but 
in the community, they talk about how most of these problems are just problems of inexperienced coders not knowing how to build things that actually can scale. Um, so that's a fair point. And honestly, the number of performance issues that I've experienced have, has gone down dramatically as I've learned how to code better and better inside the platform. So the second pro for Bubble.io is that it allows you to build rapidly and prototype very quickly. Um, this is a huge deal because uh, especially when you're building a startup or like right now with the AI revolution with all these different applications, there's a lot of projects that need to be done very quickly if they're going to actually be competitive. And I think just getting something out there that can actually get revenue, starts to generate customers and start to actually get some initial users in is very important. So prototyping, launching the first initial version, this is huge. And it's a great reason to start using Bubble.io to get that initial feedback and start scaling. So the second con, which I wouldn't really say is that bad, but as you could probably tell, I'm a little biased. Like I, I'm going to try to make this as impartial as possible, but I still really do love Bubble. The second con I would say is that there is still learning curve. So no matter what, you're still going to have to teach yourself how to use this platform. And it's still pretty difficult to learn. It is a development language. It's just one that's a little bit more intuitive because it's drag and drop the visual programming and there's workflows and things like that on the back end which you can use to your advantage to um, do a lot of really cool things. It's still a tool that you have to learn. And, and it took me a long time to really get the hang of it at a scale that allowed me to actually scale an application with a lot of users on it. So again, it's still learning curve. So don't expect that you're just going to be able to snap your fingers and start building really powerful applications right away. But you can definitely get some stuff out there right away, way quicker than you would if you were to do traditional development. I kind of like to think of it as the difference between piano and guitar. For me, and this is you know, just my analogy. But with piano, it's uh, a little bit easier to start because you don't have to build up calluses to play the piano. I mean, with guitar, when you start to play the guitar, you actually have, um, you you actually damage your fingertips because you're pushing so hard on the metal strings. And that can be really painful when you're first starting. But, um, you know, after that point, guitar is, in my opinion, can be a lot more straightforward than piano. But the initial entry point is a bit easier. That's kind of how I think about it. The third pro is that there's an extensive plugin ecosystem. So when you use bubble.io, it's kind of like WordPress, but uh, think of it as if WordPress was 100 times better at building applications. There is plugins that you can leverage and you can work with. You know, similar to, you know, traditional languages, like when you import things, uh, when you when you pip install something and you want to uh, install different uh, packages into your application, it's kind of the same concept. Um, you're leveraging third party tools to build your application. The same thing happens here. The cool thing with Bubble is it's a lot more intuitive and there's an entire plugin marketplace that you can use um, that actually allows you to build things really quickly and to add things like Stripe, to add things like maps, to add things like math, like advanced math that, that would have taken a while to build on your own, but you could just start using right out of the box inside the software. So that's definitely a great pro of using Bubble.io. The third con that I hear a lot is uh, pricing. And it definitely is a bit of a con, I will say. It's probably like the strongest negative right now against Bubble.io is that it can be a little bit pricey as you scale. What I recommend people do is actually to save all their data in a separate database while they're working on the platform. And the way you do that is when you set up a workflow, you actually make a copy of anything that happens in the app into Firebase or something external. And this is really important when you're starting to deal with like millions of rows of data because Bubble.io can 
kind of lose some performance and become a little bit costly at scale. And they're actually currently redoing their pricing structure to be a little bit more compliant with the actual demands of an individual server. So it could even get more expensive down the road. But basically, if you want to think about how Bubble.io is actually structured, essentially, they're just using AWS. And if you think about AWS, AWS is basically just remote uh, physical computers that are running everything for you. So like it's a remote computer, remote database, et cetera. So they're just building a layer on top of a layer, right? AWS is a layer. And then AWS marks it up, you know, 10x. And then Bubble.io marks it up 10x. So everyone is basically using the compute of real physical things, but is just marking it up. The cool thing is you can build so much at such a cheap cost that it still is really cheap and you can still make a huge amount of money on Bubble.io, but it is more expensive than if you went traditional. However, the, the thing to think about is that if you did go traditional and you built it a traditional way, you might actually have a lot more cost in terms of getting it built and then maintenance in terms of having people com complete it if you're not going to be the one building it. So if that's the case, then it actually might end up being more costly over time than if you just went with something like Bubble. So you have to keep that in mind as well. The fourth pro of Bubble.io is that it is very flexible and customizable, not just even in the plugins, but you can do a whole bunch of things like you could add your own plugin, for example, into the application. You could run a lot of API workflows and do backend server workflows that allow you to run things asynchronously. So for example, let's say a user signs up and then they have to go through all these steps when they're creating the signup flow. And then let's say some of them require uh, like let's say it's a banking app and some of them require approval from a third party, you could essentially fire a workflow to a different application, wait to hear back from that application, and then that application can send you something a day later to your application all on the back end to then update the app. And this is a pretty common thing in traditional applications, but it's cool that you can extend it this much inside Bubble.io. You could do all the same things. You could run recursive workflows that just iterate and do loops, which is a really key part of software development. So you could have something iterate and loop through, let's say 10, 20, 30 times, which is something that you can do in traditional software development. And it's cool that Bubble.io allows you to do this. So one of the last cons of using Bubble.io is actually the lock-in effect. So when you start building on the application, you are kind of beholden to the app. If you don't know how to do traditional software development or you don't have a backup plan in terms of having someone else build it for you, you are going to be kind of stuck in this scenario uh, where you, you, know, you, you could find that it's hard to move away from it. What I would recommend is, again, like I said earlier, creating a separate database that you print everything to. I would also recommend that you work with a team that knows how to build custom as well. And then I would also say that you don't want to build this app to be too large because at the end of the day, right now, because of the amount of people who know JavaScript and traditional programming languages uh, and Python and things like that, you're going to hit more scale. Even when you're talking like 10, 20, 30 million dollars a year with traditional programming languages as of right now, it'd be kind of silly to think you couldn't like it's it's bubble's not at that point yet but you could just make this an app that takes you the first five hundred thousand six hundred thousand seven hundred thousand dollars a month in sales and then scale it to a different team uh later right uh who can build something completely custom and that's not super hard to transition out of because if you have the backup database you could just tell all your users once you have like a thousand two thousand five thousand users hey we're planning on a migration it's going to be coming up in the next uh month it's on this date so you will experience some downtime for about an hour where the app will not be accessible. But then after that point, everything will be up and running 
if you see any issues, then you can let us know in the support section. You could also have people uh, leave comments to, uh, or sorry, to, to do it in phases. So you could say, um, all right, this batch people is going to be migrated today. This batch people is going to be migrated tomorrow, et cetera. And uh, that can allow it to be a smoother transition over time. So that way it's not affecting all these users uh, in terms of their data and their workflows. Because remember, one thing that a lot of people struggle with is they don't realize that an application, a software application is basically just a database with ways to interact with it. So at the end of the day, if you can migrate the database and make it the exact same experience to inter interact with it in a custom application, then there really is no difference. And if you have any kind of security layers like 2FA, you just make people re-log back in with the same security token or a new security token. So then that way it's actually the same person you can confirm that it's them, which is essentially how one would do it. So you you wanna prepare for a migration. So you're not fully locked into bubble, but it is difficult to do it. And there's not really a super easy way to do it right now. I would say the final pro of working with Bubble.io is the community. So I've, I've kind of mentioned this before in the forum and things like that. But when I was first learning the application and how to work with it, I was so impressed by how many people were part of this absolutely thriving community. There's just there's just so many people who are working on this application and building on it. And any question you want, like any question at all, is most likely going to be answered because everyone's working off the same platform. And that I think, if I had to wrap this up, with the most important reason why I think it's going to be you know, the best platform for scale in the future as well, for let's say MVP development and maybe even beyond, is the fact that you know everyone's working on the same system. So it, whenever there's a group or, or a community uh, problem, it will become better and better at knowing how to solve that problem because everyone's working on the same system. It's not like someone else has a custom configuration of it. They all have the same base components and the same base layer of work they're doing. So it makes it a lot easier to implement and grow and scale something like this. I hope you appreciate this review, both the pros and cons working with Bubble.io. I personally do think that Bubble.io is worth it. I think that you should, if you're an agency owner or even someone who's looking to build a software or any kind of business, really, I think you should think about it. I think everyone should become a software developer at some point or learn software development because it's so much easier to get into nowadays than it ever was before. I mean, you could take it as an example for me. I mean, I, I started learning about two years ago and I've already been able to build an app that's done well and uh, has a lot of people using it. And I feel really accomplished with that. I mean, I feel proud with that, right? Like I, I, I think that, you know, I don't really ever feel that limited by it. And so again, I would just, I would take a look. I would see if it's something that's for you. And uh, if it is, definitely dive into it. If you have any questions for me about, you know, is Bubble.io worth it? If it's something that's, you know, something you want to do, feel free to leave it in the comments below. Uh, I'd absolutely love to answer any questions that you might have. Feel free to like, subscribe, share um, this channel if you think it's something someone else might enjoy too. And stay tuned. I'll be putting out more of this kind of content, trying to break down some of the uh, concepts around tech, tech news, Bubble.io, sales, all things innovation. So uh, hope to hear from you soon and I hope you enjoy this. Thank you.